Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with more Tapped Out with Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine on the BetQL Network. I like big bucks, and I cannot lie, but the Bucks are struggling right now down in Miami, down by eight in the second quarter. Bucks were three-point favorites. No Giannis in this one will keep you updated on the NBA action. If you're interested in the octagon or the boxing ring, you have come to the right place. It is tapped out on the BetQL Network with Brendan Tobin. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Right now, uh, Jared Gordon is in there with Bobby Green. Jared Gordon came in as a sizable underdog. BT and I both told you, put your money on Flash Gordon. He's looking pretty good early on in this fight. Let's put on our matchmaker hats for a little bit, BT, and talk about some upcoming fighters that don't have fights announced because, yeah, there's some good ones coming up. We know we got Nunes and Juliana. We know we got John and Stipe. We know we got Yair versus Volkanovski. We'll talk about all that in just a little while. And as I speak, Jared Gordon gets knocked out. So oh, go, ahead no! go, go, go ahead and edit that. On, on the podcast, if you don't mind, like I never said it. And uh, we'll pretend, like I said, Jared Gordon's going to get knocked out, which he did. So, King Green, Bobby Green, congratulations if you're holding on to that ticket. What about Sugar Sean O'Malley? I'm very confused by what he dropped. him. literally almost like they him. Uh, this is an interesting one, man. It feels right like he's going to get the, the title shot next, right? That feels very much where it's headed. Um, so, my... Lean is to say winner of Cejudo versus Aljo. That's going to get Sean O'Malley. If it's not, I'd like to see him versus Sandhagen. I think that's a fun fight, dude. I think that would be an amazing fight. You said where it's headed. Speaking of, Jake, take the microphone real quick if you could because you're watching that fight. So it looks like maybe what Bobby Green headbutted that, headbutt knockout, no decision. That's what what is going to happen here? Yeah, it, it, it was not good uh they like both went into for a shot at the same time or at least like a clinch entry and they just bashed heads right behind the ear jared gordon went limp bobby went on top of him ground and pound and then this jared gordon stopped it so what do you say interesting yeah this jared jared gordon's i mean you want to talk about uh the bad luck that he's had right over the last couple of fights between getting screwed by patty pimblett because you said that I was like, wait, did he just headbutt him? And yeah, he just goes in like a ram, dude, and takes out it right to his temple. The good yeah, thing, maybe, though, not that anything's good about that, but see. that's what I'm saying is that they're both guys that'll fight with short term. And so maybe, well, I don't know. I mean, headbutt's serious business, so we'll see. But maybe no contest, they run it back. We'll let you know because depending on who you have your ticket on, you might end up taking it right back to the window and getting your money back. All right, I agree with you when it comes to Sean O'Malley. The best thing to do is probably just sit tight, wait, do your podcast, and then see what happens in the Cejudo fight. If it's Cejudo, that's a big name. If it's Aljo, it's still for the belt. So to me, that's the best case scenario. Uh, what about Hamzat? 
he's a guy that we've been talking about now for a couple of years. And when he came onto the scene, it was, who is this guy? And then a couple of weeks later, it was, this guy's unbeatable. And then a couple of months later, it was, this guy's going to fight for the belt. But here we are now. It's been a couple of years. What's, what's next? This is a good question, man, because I honestly was kind of excited to see if Pajeda would have wanted to see him fight Pajeda, but Pajeda's going up till 205 um, to see where that would have gone, like the two boogeymen kind of monsters take on each other. So let's if we scratch that out, Paolo Costa would be a fun one. I would like to see him versus Paolo. I think that'd be a fun matchup. Other than that, I don't know, man. Like I don't know if Izzy will give him a direct shot um right away i feel like hamzat does kind of have to prove himself a little bit but izzy's one of these guys where like he feels like a cool enough champion where he'll just do it to do it you know just because it's it's big business and i think that that there's not a lot of contenders so he kind of has to make stuff up and figure out the creatives of it so I, I if izzy wants it i'm not opposed to it if israel adesanya would want to take out hamzat i think that'd be the way i go if not look at the like Robert's got his fight coming up with Duplessis, so we'll take that off. Kill a gorilla. I don't know. Does that like speak to you if it's at middleweight for him? Yeah. Uh, but I don't like watching Vittori fight. So I would say Costa would probably be the way I would go if he's not going to get a title shot. What if Bo wins his fight? What if he wins his fight and then the UFC goes, all right, screw it. They're both superstar potential, but we're just going to put them in the cage together and see what happens. That would be such a banger, too. And it would also be a non-title fight that I think you could main event. Right, there'd be enough eyeballs on it. Where if you put Bo Nickel in there, and I know it's super early, and I know it's not going to happen, but hell, it's fun to talk about. Why not that Bo goes out there, looks impressive, first round finish in his next fight, which is coming up soon. Maybe put him in there with Hamzat. Is that crazy? I think that'd be a fun thing to do. I just think that Bo's made it known that even though he's you know kind of uh, called it out, you know about taking those guys. I think that he is going to slow roll it so far. So. I don't know, man. I think that that's going to be uh, – I, I, I like your idea. I don't hate it, but I just Thank don't you. think it's going to happen. That's like getting a lion and a tiger in a cage together. Like, what's going to happen here? By the way, that contest, officially no contest. So take your ticket back. You get your money back on BetMGM. No contest. Bobby Green by headbutt. We'll see what happens ultimately if they decide to run that one back. Uh, what about Islam? Islam looked unbeatable against Charles Oliveira. Then Islam looked good, I would say, against Volk. You and I both agree that Volk probably should have got his hand raised at the end of that fight. What do you think is next fight for Islam? This is an interesting one, too, because it's like it feels like it's going to be the winner of Benil versus Charles. Like that feels sure. the way it goes. And obviously, him and Benil have the pass. So I think that that's an interesting one. Certainly, it's a purist. But he was the favorite in that fight, by the way, against Charles Oliveira. Did you see that? I didn't see that, no. But, you know, not yeah. surprising. Charles Oliveira, we never seem to get a grip on his odds. They always seem like they're all oh, over yeah. the place. It's like, uh, it's always, it's always, he's, he's like the, one of the kings of that. Um, he's like, it's like him and Gilbert Burns. Although Gilbert, they were right. I mean, he, he smoked uh, Jorge Masvidal on the last one, and they were right about that. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I know it's, I know we're headed probably towards, uh, you know, Dustin maybe running it back with Justin Gaethje. They've said that. I mean, Dustin did flirt a little bit with Gilbert Burns this week. But I feel like, you know, Dustin and Islam, they, you know, Dustin's, you know, keeps on winning. And I feel like he's never in these title talks. You know, he's been, had the Connor thing down the past. But this dude just keeps racking up wins. And is it just because he's lost in his two title fights? Is that why nobody looks at him? But because I feel like that would be a fun matchup, him and, him and Islam. Well, 
I'm a pea head. Like I've got this little tiny head and Dustin's been called a pea head before once or twice. And in the case of Gilbert Burns, it feels like if he wore a fitted hat, he'd need like an eight and a third. That guy's got a giant head. In the octagon together, am I crazy or would Gilbert just eat him alive? I know Dustin's great, but like if we actually saw that, Gilbert Burns destroys him, right? Gilbert's way bigger than him. Um, Dustin is very stocky. Uh, I would say I, I I I don't think it's as lopsided as you think it is. Um, you know, Gilbert also is a guy. You know, he was he was a one fifty five er, came up to welterweight. Dustin at one point was a featherweight, but he 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 is he walks around uh, and could make one seventy and be a one seventy fighter if he wanted to. But I think that you know he doesn't have that knockout knockout power. I think the volume just speaks better at well uh, at lightweight for him. So I don't know. I mean, the thing that he has that is the kryptonite for him is every time somebody beats him, it seems like it's that rear naked choke. So, you know, he's got to be wary of the uh, the submission skills of a Gilbert Burns. But I think that's a fun matchup. I mean, two guys who just will fight at any point. I don't know if we'll ever get it. They seem both like they're on their own little trajectories right now. But I did like uh, I did like the uh, the flirtation this week if it was a possibility. By the way, if Sean Shelby and Mick Maynard and all those guys, right, Hunter Campbell, if they need matchmakers, like if they want to take a little bit of time off, me and BT got you whenever you need it. Gotcha, Brendan dude. Tobin, Sports Machine, Sean Levine, doing a little matchmaking here ourselves on the BetQL Network. What about Israel Adesanya? Now, keep in mind that he's the champion again, that the guy that he took out in Pereira has moved up a weight class, so it's not going to be him next. And Israel has taken out number two, number three, number four, number five, and number eight in the division. What's next? Because I can tell you this, nothing really makes sense for Adesanya. Well, that's why it kind of goes back to my previous point. When you were asking what does Hamzat do, I'm like, I don't know what. Just is do the that. Best You're right. Just do that. I, I, I feel that's like it. Izzy don't Hamzat is it. That's one. it. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it's just like, and that basically just comes down to Ham. It's not so much Hamzat deserves it. It's just like, is he, who, do we, who does he fight? Drakus Duplessis? I feel like Drakus, it's yeah. cool. Like, they're little, they're little back and forth heat. I just don't think enough people know about it. So, like, what's the fight where everybody's going to be like, wow, that's one of the pay-per-views I'm excited the most about? Hamzat is he. It just seems to make too much sense. He's taken out everybody else. Okay, we could say Hamzat, go prove it. I know Izzy's kind of like, hey, go prove it. But, you know, he's given some he's given some weird guys title shots before. C.O.L. Romero's, you know, like he'll he'll just pull stuff out of a hat. So I just feel like that's one of the biggest, uh, most exciting fights you can make right now is him versus Hamzat. I mean, Sean Strickland's name has come up, which I think is a little bit ridiculous because he has lost two out of his last three fights. Izzy's just taking out so many guys where if it was Strickland, that would feel a lot like Jared Cannonier, feel a lot like Paolo Costa, feel like Marvin Vittori. When you're talking about Paolo, or when you're talking about Hamzat, okay, all right. Now it's like turn your radio up and make sure that you're by your TV when that fight goes down because if Hamzat Chimaev is fighting Israel at this on you, you don't want to miss that one. What are you pumping your fist for? Jimmy Butler hitting Kyle, threes or something? Uh, Kyle Lowry. Everybody's hitting threes tonight, dude. Duncan Robinson on his birthday. He's hitting threes. He's still Kyle on the Lowry's team? Lowry's hitting threes. That's right, dude. He's still on the team. It's. I mean, this this entire game is basically a three-point contest right now. There's, there's like nothing in the paint right now. It's all just shots from downtown. That's all this is. And I think they probably knew that because that's all the Bucks without Giannis. That's all they're going to do. All right, so we talk what's next for Dustin and Justin. Oh, what about Tom Aspinall? He's going to be back sooner rather than later. It feels like he probably, in my mind, takes on 
the winner of tonight's main event, maybe that uh, Pavlovich Burns or uh, a Blades fight. That's uh, that one makes a lot. Of, I mean, it could take on the winner, could take on the loser. I mean, Curtis Blades, he certainly that uh, we never got to see that fully. So I'd love to see that matchup again. Uh, one we didn't get to see, and they kind of suggested, and I wish they would have gone this direction. Him versus Tai Tuivasa. I think that would be a fun one. Um, you know, they both were like, ah, oh, let's let's do it, let's do it, and you know they decided to go with surreal gone versus tied to Ivasa and Tom Aspinall versus Curtis blades. When I felt like those guys were the mat, they made the perfect match between each other. Two of the fan favorites, uh, seemed like it made all the sense in the world. Why not make Tom Aspinall versus tied to Ivasa? I guess just to play devil's advocate, the re your why not is because you could still essentially put Aspinall in a title fight this calendar year. If he comes back healthy, wins a fight or two, then that's all you need. I mean, the guy has really never lost a fight in the octagon, except for, as you mentioned, the Curtis Blades fight. We ended up getting hurt. So if he goes out there and he was to lose to tie to Ivasa, then what, right? Then you lose. I mean, to Ivasa's not going to fight for the title again. Then Aspinall has to take the long road again. So to me, that's the only reason why. Not that they're looking for guys at the top necessarily, because – they're completely clouded up. And we'll talk about John versus Stipe and some other heavyweight matchups that we've got on the horizon. Uh, you mentioned Pereira, who's now moving up a weight class. What do you think he does? Like fights for the belt right away? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I mean... Adding him to 205 is exciting. I mean, Jamal Hill feels like him and Yuri have to fight. That has to be settled. Um, so what does he do next? I mean, you know, it, that was a vicious knockout that he took. Could he just sit idly by and just say, hey, former champion's going to come up and he'll fight the winner of those two guys? I'd be fine with that. I, I think that, you know, they've done stuff like that before. Um you know, Jamal hasn't reigned for a while. Yuri hasn't reigned for a while. They're both pretty young guys. So I feel like you kind of just add him. You know, like, I don't really want to see him versus Ankalaev. Ankalaev, who wants to see Ankalaev, Ankalaev fight? All respect. Like, you're boring. Uh, Jan Blahovich. Yeah, it'd be cool to see him versus Jan Blahovich. I think that's probably the outside guy I would go with. Uh, if you just wanted to welcome him, looking at the rankings right now, 
Johnny Walker. Like, you don't want to do something Johnny like that. Walker. Like, that'd be a fun fight. Johnny Walker's back, too. He's won a couple in a row. He's looked good. The, the problem, Although, do they though, train again, together? I think they might train together. Yeah, that. And on top of that with Pereira, if you're the UFC, especially moving up a weight class, you want him to win, whether it's for the belt or otherwise. Because if he loses, then you're talking about back-to-back losses. And then people are going to say, well, he's, he's lost his last two fights. He's only been here for five minutes. He's just a kickboxer. So they need him to win. There's a lot of interesting matchups on the horizon. And then there's some that we're making for you right now on Tapped Out. Valentina, what's next? They just run it back with Grosso for her. I assume that makes the most sense. She's definitely earned it. She deserves it. Yeah, she definitely deserves to to go back and, and take on Alexa Grasso. But she's a fascinating one because I don't think we looked at her like we did with Amanda when she lost to Juliana and saying, oh, you know, that wasn't the best Amanda very clearly. I think that, you know, Alexa Grasso just made a great adjustment in that fight. And, and it's not like Valentino was fighting poorly in that fight. Alexa just got her. So... I mean, who's to say Alexa can't fight her better this time around? You know, I, I don't know. But I definitely think she deserves another shot. I think the difference, though, what you're talking about is in the case of Amanda, when she lost to Juliana, there was no slippage. Like Amanda was, if she was a stock, she was going up, 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 up. And then all of a sudden she loses and it was like, oh, my God, what's going on? Is she not the greatest? Is she not in it anymore? What's going on? In the case of Valentina, the truth is, the last couple of fights, she hasn't looked great. So we can ask the question, is she still in her prime? Is she still up there with the GOAT status? What about Max? What do you think is next for Max? Because he's found himself in this weird spot, too, where when we had him on, talk about fighting Hol- uh, uh, Volkanovski for a fourth time. What's next for Blessed? Quick. I think he's got to have Yair, be the biggest Yair fan to get a title shot. Right? Volk will probably get another one. Uh, he said he wants to fight Korean Zombie. I'm down for that. That's fun. Coming up next, we tap out. You're locked into the BetQL Network.